Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Seasons greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am JP Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. JP, how you doing today, I man? I'm doing fantastic, Rob. I got a special treat. Uh, we got a... What is it? And uh, We have a repeat guest with us. One whoa! Of, whoa! Hey, everybody! Oh. One of our... Fa- and there he is. One of our favorite uh, special guests that we've had in the past from the Monkees episode... From several seasons ago, uh, our good friend Joey Abbott, hey, Joseph Tag hey, Abbott. Thank there you. We go. Thank you. Thank you for having me, friends. Man, it's good to have you with us, buddy. What we've been hearing since the monkeys episode was we want more Joey. That's right. So sometimes yeah. by Joey, <laughs> yeah, like that was, saying, uh, we, that was mostly me. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's family, yeah, thanks to the Abbott family. <laughs> but uh, so we're finally able to uh, able to deliver that, accommodate, give, give the people what they want. I did give Joey a prize of unspeakable value last time. I gave him a monkeys uh, card on the monkeys episode, That's and right. I had a prize of unspeakable value to present. Today, but I was in such a hurry to get here, I left it. So a little anticlimactic. So I owe you one, Joey. Maybe we'll tell the people someday what I gave Joey. You got a ghost prize. That's right. It's good. And it would have met. It would have kickstarted a mega sidebar, which we probably don't have time for anyway. (laughs) There's going to be some sidebars. So uh, do you want to tell them what we're talking about, Joey? You want to tell them the song? I can. Yes. Yes. We brought we brought you in specifically because we Just know you're a yes. huge fan of this band. Yes. So we went. We tell the people what we're talking about. One of my favorite bands of all time. One of my favorite songs of all time. Wow. It's Weezer's Buddy Holly. Outstanding. Yes, let's, it is. let's play a little bit of it. What's with these homies kissing my girl? Yeah, man, mm. let's uh, man, let's be uh, let's be listless and directionless in life. It just makes me listening to Weezer makes me want to be like, yeah, you <laughs> know, good. like sometimes I listen to music <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and then sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> what? That was terrible. Okay, well we said. That over. Nope. Totally not well said. I was trying to get I was trying to paint a picture and it just didn't happen. <laughs> that was a picture no one wanted. No. Nobody wanted that picture. Hold on. No try that again. Yeah, man. It's Weezer. It's Weezer. Sweet. Uh breaking the fourth wall down a little bit. I just did the most awkward transition out of that song ever. I feel like my face is flushed. It was so bad. So I was like, let me try it again. And now it's just it's not gonna happen. So listen, that was Weezer and that was Buddy Holly. There you go. And we're excited about Here it. We yes, go. Very all excited. of us. Uh, Buddy Holly by Weezer from the 1994 album Weezer, a.k.a. The Blue Album. If you're a Weezer OG, um, you know that uh, Weezer likes to do occasionally just an album with just their picture and then a big just color behind them. But this was their first album, their debut self-titled eponymous LP, uh, just called Weezer. But now it's called The Blue Album. And this is like a, a classic 90s 
Like this yes. is on, you know, a lot of lists of this one and Pinkerton mm-hmm. are on many, many, many like must have album lists from the nineties. Um, you know, a lot of people will tell you this was the, some people will tell you, and I don't think Joey would tell you this, but this, some people will tell you this was the peak for Weezer, that this was as good as it got. And then it's been downhill since moderate then. to, you know, lesser since yeah. then. Um, but I, I get, I don't think yeah. Joey feels that way at all. I mean, it's, uh, I think it's probably my favorite just as a purist. And it's, I'd say it's probably the album I've listened to more than any other album of all albums, not just of not Weezer. Just, Weezer. Wow. just albums in general. Just albums in general. Wow. Probably, yeah. this is then we have the right person on. Yeah. So you got it. it. Yeah. And what do you guys have that an album in mind that you've listened to more than any other? Oh album? man. That's a good Yeesh. one. Uh, mine would definitely be a Bruce Hornsby album. Probably. Uh, and probably it would be, wow. I don't know at this point, but it would probably be Bruce Hornsby, either hot house or Halcyon Days or Bride of the Noisemakers. I know oh. what 8-Track I've listened to more than any. Okay. It's the Barry Manilow Greatest Hits 8-Track <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. because there was a whole year where I sat down at, you know, that was the... Sure. That was all I played was the Barry Manilow 8-track. Like, it, yeah. was pr- it wasn't a year. It was probably a couple of months. But I would play Tecmo football and Tecmo basketball and listen to Barry Manilow 8-track. Yeah, as most, what? most people yeah. our age, was, I think, had a similar <laughs> experience. A couple months so, ago, it was crazy. Barry no, Manilow, was, right. I, yeah, I was super young. I mean, I was probably... Junior high-ish, I guess. Uh, man, I'm, everything that everybody did with Weezer, like, I was listening to Barry Manilow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm... Blown away. I'm speechless at this. Should we stop the episode? (laughs) All the cool people that are like, Weezer is awesome, and I threw out a Barry Manilow fact. I feel like like part of Weezer's thing is like, it's it's fine to not be cool, Uh right? I'm that guy. I feel like that's your your Weezer moment just happened. Take take my football, listen to Barry Manilow, 8-track. Was it stuck? I just never changed it. I only had two. I had that one, and I had the Roar of Love by Second Chapter of Axe. So, so I went Barry Manilow. Wow, that's all I had. Wow. And it was just the only. I had a. It was a record player eight track combination, mm-hmm. and but I had two record players, so I kept all my records upstairs with the good record player. Okay. So I was like, well, I'd have to go all the way upstairs. Let's <laughs> and, just play Copacabana. I mean, and I know I'm in yeah. the fourth quarter. Right. It's like, let's just let it roll. Man, yeah. Bo's, Bo's wow. already zigzagging all over that's the right. field. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep him going. <laughs> Was he the one? Was it Bo that was like unstoppable? One play, yeah, you can't yeah. tackle him. Yeah, man, good. That's great, wow. Bo anyway. Jackson. Everybody, good job, right. Bo. Anyway, uh, but we're talking about Weezer. Oh, that's, that's right, buddy. A uh, great video. I don't. I know I'm jumping yeah. early on that, but every time I think of this song, I love the video. Iconic video. Yes. We would play the video, but it's audio let's, right now. So let's all watch the what, video. Yeah, let's do it. Just pretend. Okay, here we go. We're all watching. What's with this? Happy days. Oh my goodness, I oh, get man. it. Oh, that's awesome. I love Arnold's. It. <laughs> Arnold. So silly. Wow. That's great. <laughs> okay. So we just watched it. Yeah. Right, so uh we might as well talk about it while yeah, we're talking about it. Let's talk about the video. It's uh got the it's basically a happy days mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. Uh, where the band is playing at Arnold's yep. um for the for the Happy Day show and everybody's dancing around. It's even got Character like it's got the Fonz, it's got Henry Winkler in there. Yeah, um, y'all will know him as Barry Zuckerborn on Arrested Development now. Right. For those of y'all that don't know, who that's Henry, true. For the younger folks, for, the, for those of y'all that are just joining us, um, and, uh, we grew up with Happy Days still on repeats. Like, absolutely, Happy Days was on TV every day when we were kids. Um, I, I didn't. I learned this fact, so I just started looking up Happy Days fact. As the Fonz, he only rode the bike one time, and he drove it into a truck, like a equipment truck. 
um, a oh, production wow. truck, and that was the only time he ever did it. So every other time, he had monitorized wheeled platform, and he just sat on it. Oh, and they would like roll background yep, behind it, background oh, behind right. it. So it was just him on there. Um, and a large portion of that is because I didn't know if y'all knew that he's dyslexic, and so he had trouble reading like speedometer gauges and things. No and, like, kidding. Could not wow. figure out. The bike. Oh wow! Yeah, so Henry, and now he's actually an advocate for that. He likes is big in the uh, speaking on. Didn't his, that at some point in Happy Days become part of Fonz's character? Also, I don't that know. He was not necessarily dyslexic, but that he had maybe a learning disorder of some kind, or like maybe I don't remember. I maybe I may be inventing. And I also didn't that. notice. Did y'all notice Pat Morita is in that video? Yes. At the end, I've watched that video probably a hundred and fifty nine times. Yeah, totally, was. and he's at the end. Yeah, where yeah. it, it's oh, just no, he like peeks out, right? It's he's like just a, a character. He's yeah. Not, yeah, he's not in the whole thing. Yeah, because yeah. the owl is actually the real guy. He like oh, was yeah. part of yeah. the video. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. not a, a CGI. That's right. correct. Yeah, and I, th- I thought that was that's the most ingenious part of the video Brilliant. for me is the use of El Morinaro because it kind yep. of blurs the line between the right. old and the new and mm-hmm. really makes it credible. You right. know what I mean? They and they didn't do everything they did with the video was practical effects. So they would put you know they would put a shot of. Uh, of uh, what's his name, uh, um, Ron Potsy, Howard, Potsy, oh, or whoever, and then they would, and then they would shoot to a shot of the band, and they would have somebody in the foreground with their back right. of their head to the camera that looked like Potsy or mm-hmm. whoever. You know what I mean? Brilliant to give it that, but to have Al in the shots in both because he was he was old enough when Happy Days was on. But still young enough when this song came out that it wasn't, you know what I mean? He didn't right. look too much older. Yeah, it was, looked the same. Kind of looked it, the same. It, it right? fit, yeah. And I love the pause, the break they do, where they do the stay tuned for more yeah. happy days yes. right in the middle before the bridge, which is brilliant. I had totally forgotten about that until I watched the video again for the first time since it was new. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. I don't know. I just don't remember it at all. Like I thought, is that something they didn't always do? But it was right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's all. It's I. I guess. I mean, truly, yeah. they, just, they didn't go didn't back do that and do it. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah, we updated the video. You guys, we put a break in it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. I um. I thought uh, it was cool. This was directed by Spike Jones, mm-hmm. who was uh, now famous for other things. But at the time, he was just getting into music videos. He also did, I believe, their first video for the sweater song. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he started off as a photographer. He photographed BMX and skateboard events. Uh, he moved into making skateboarding films, then music videos, and then feature films so like Being John Malkovich, Where the Wild Things Are. He did Her, the one where um, uh, Joaquin Phoenix oh, falls yeah. in love with the Siri, computer, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, and he's won Academy Awards, Golden Globes, all kinds of stuff. Not to mention co-founding the Jackass franchise with MTV. Oh, man. Um, yeah. yeah. So like he's had a really weird kind of eclectic uh, career. Um this video won Best Alternative Video, Best Breakthrough Video, or I guess just Breakthrough Video, uh, Best Direction, and Best Editing at the 1995 VMAs, and it was nominated for Video of the Year, which it lost to, anybody want to guess? 1995 Best right. Video. It's not a shocker that it lost to this, but it lost to- Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana? No, that was, that was way, way before. Then, please. Uh, no, this was uh, Waterfalls by TLC. Oh, and yeah, with a CG, the whole- uh, Wow, like, wow, wow. Yeah. She's dancing around as a waterfall, as like a watered yeah. character. <laughs> right, yes. R.I.P. The imagery of that song never made sense. How do you chase a water? Is that just kind of suicide off the top <laughs> kind of thing? <laughs> I'm going to get you waterfall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's the last thing I ever do. Yeah. Probably will be. It's, uh, yeah, no. No? No. I think it's it's telling you, like, don't go running towards the locations known as waterfalls. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Like, right. don't go to see them. Yes. yes. Don't you go chasing don't, after them. Don't, They're so beautiful. Don't view waterfalls. <laughs> don't go looking at waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. That's it. All right. We will do waterfalls on here. Yeah. And uh, got a good special guest set up for that one. Yeah. Stand absolutely. by. It's a good one. It's don't not as good as you, Joe. Don't want to give too much away. That's right. It's a te- teaser. Oh. What we should do is just it's have... Not it's not Lisa Lefta Lopez. Okay, that's right. <laughs> it's not. Too okay. Wow. Well, okay. We should just have Joey be every special guest. As somebody else. Yeah. yeah. We'd be like... I'd be willing to do that. Man. Here we we've could, got Rivers Cuomo I was going to say, like, we could, we Dude, could get we, such better guests that way. That's right, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, he just has a regular voice. So yeah. Yeah, it's that. not so weird. Not you kind of got a regular voice. I do. I feel very regular. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a lot of coffee before I came. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this was, while we're still talking about the video, this is fascinating. I didn't know this, and this is uh, incredible. The Buddy Holly video was included on the Windows 95 yes. CD-ROM. That's where I first saw it. Really? Yeah, it was on the That's operating awesome. disc that came with Windows 95. Yeah. It popped up, and it was like, what? Oh my gosh. And so that they had like a huge skyrocket in popularity, just another bump from that. And, uh, and David, how do you get chosen to do, to be that? W- um, that's amazing. Yeah. Right. Like, Rivers? Yeah. I, I feel like it probably wasn't, uh, you know, uh, Bill Gates that was like, you know who I'm really digging? <laughs> this new this Weezer, this, Weezer, this Weezer boy. Yeah. I really like the Weezer boy. Um, <laughs> You know, but so, and David Geffen, who was the head of Weezer's label, Geffen Records, mm-hmm. uh, he didn't tell them that they had negotiated this deal with Microsoft. So um, the band members, they didn't know it, and none of them owned computers. So they were like sort of oblivious to the whole thing. And um, according to uh, the drummer, he said, I was furious at the time because I was like, how are they allowed to do this without permission? And he said, turns out it was one of the greatest things that could have happened to us. Can you imagine that happening today? It's like there's one video on YouTube and it's your video. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't easy being wheezy, man. Right? Goodness gracious. That's awesome. People don't say that. Nobody says that? No, I don't think so. Maybe not. Maybe I They will. They'll start saying it. That's the the shirt. Yeah. Right. It ain't easy. uh, Spike Jones also did the Sabotage video by Beastie Boys. Oh, oh, man. I I was wanting to do it. And we're thinking about doing a rivalry episode on that one. Because you you hate it. You don't like that? I'm not crazy about it. I love the video. Love the video. I think the video huh. is brilliant, yeah. but n- not crazy about the song. Yeah, I guess no, I do get kind of caught up in the video. I like the video probably. The more video than is the so song. well done, and we thought if we do a rivalry thing, we'll still have to do a. Do cool you have video. a favorite Beastie Boys song, or you don't like them at all? That's where we're. I, I mean, I can listen. I can tolerate them, but I'm not intergalactic. Yeah. Well, no. 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 I'm not. I don't care about intergalactic. They lost me there. But oh. sabotage but all day, every day. Rob loves set like love sabotage. Yeah. So almost to the pa- the fact that it'll make me want to do the rivalry episode. So stand <laughs> okay. by. That okay, could, thank you. Anyway, you do it right after. He also did the uh, uh, weapon of choice, Fat Boy Slim. That is awesome with, with Christopher uh, Walken. Yes, oh, yeah, like yeah, jumping that, around, that flying. I'm into. And that's good stuff. That's a really good one. I like that too. I forgot about that. One. Good, good dynamite drop in there. Yeah. Dynamite drop in there, Joey. That was good. Thank Outstanding. You. That was wonderful. Uh, let's talk, let's get, let's rewind a little bit and, and get into the kind of the song and the album and a little bit on Weezer. Um, so the song Buddy Holly, uh, hit number two on the U S modern rocks track, uh, charts, number 34 on the U S mainstream rock tracks, number six in Canada and number 12 in the UK. It is number 499. On the Rolling Stone, just made it. Five hundred greatest songs list. Just wow. made the cut. Yeah, number four ninety nine between number which four- they probably cool with. You know, they're like, all right, we're in. Yeah, That's we awesome. made it. We're in. Yeah, hey, who's voting on these things? 
I think that I is think, it the Rolling Stones? Is it Mick Jagger? And, <laughs> and the band? That's why. That's why like a Rolling Stone is always the number one greatest number, song. Uh, Although that's a Dylan song, that's so that's Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> but it's like it says our name. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's Rolling Stone contributors that do the lists. Is that right? And and musicians and artists. I think it's like a and John Lennon's family. A, a couple right? of John, Sean, yeah. Julian. Yoko. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like I feel like. I feel like John Lennon's family would probably carry some weight mm-hmm. in those conversations. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. be given extra consideration. If the, if, if Yoko was like, or Julian was like, you know, let's I really put think, those Weezer boys in there. Yeah. Let's let them be four ninety nine. Okay. All right. Let's we'll is, do it for Yoko. Is right. that, That's not how she talks. That, oh, okay. That's Julian. Just, I didn't know who you were trying to do. <laughs> no. I don't know if it was one of the boys or no, if that no, was that, the Yoko. I was just, no, that was, that was the point. If Yoko would be like, yeah, there we go. And that's they'd be good. like, oh, Yoko wants us to include Weezer. <laughs> that's awesome. That was also your Bjork, I believe. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Same one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder who they, who she would say, let's take them off the 500 and let's put Weezer on. Oh, uh, oh gosh. Who would Yoko bump? Probably a McCartney song, right? Maybe. Or um, oh, Beach Boys, good. maybe? I don't know. I'm still think, bad blood there. Maybe McCartney and I don't Yoko. know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like all Yoko's blood is bad. She only has the bad blood. It's real stank blood. <laughs> yeah. It's just so stank. That's her new album. Yoko stank owns blood. Stank so Blood. Stank, oh, stank yeah. Blood. It'd go platinum right that's away. The, that's the sequel to the new Rambo. So the new Rambo is Laugh <laughs> Blood. Oh, and yeah. then the next one is Stank, stank blood. blood. Oh, yeah. That was good. Outstanding. Yeah, I, I was talking with a guy earlier about, I just found out today that they're doing another Rambo. It is, it is it yeah. called Last, Last Blood? Last Blood, yeah. I was asking if it was about like, if he's on dialysis now, he's having to get like constant transfusions. <laughs> yeah. Like the last time he goes in, it's just kind of a documentary yeah. of how that happens. <laughs> yes. Hey, we yeah. talked about this, uh, I think, on one of ours yep, that'll drop good. before this, but that we've not. Anyway. Yeah, oh. yeah, because these go way later. Yeah, we're, like, we're yeah. recording in two thousand four. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We're way ahead of the curve it's, on this podcast. Talk about thing. something that's relevant now, and it doesn't make sense later. <laughs> yeah, like, should we be talking about Tom Brady and how these footballs are? <laughs> yeah, did they deflate them? Who Definitely. knows? Who even? Who even can tell? Man. We should start just Time in, will tell. inserting random like sports things, you know, and then just fill in the blanks later. Like, man, can you believe those Cubs? <laughs> like. <laughs> Cubs. <laughs> Expos. That's good, yeah. That's good. Uh, where are, what are we you doing You want to meet here? the band? I let me fly through the band. Yeah, let's meet the band. Okay. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey! All right, we're going to meet the band of Weezer from this album, but we're going to go really fast because there's lots of notes, um, and we want to hear more from Joey um, because he's, been on here. Thanks, Joey, for being with us. You're welcome. AKA Rivers. That's right. AKA Rivers Cuomo. Don't uh, go chasing waterfalls, though. That's right. Go, I won't. Please stick to the rivers and the oh, lakes that you're used to. Nice tag. Oh, there's oh, a tie, a tie in there. In. Look well at that. done. Well oh. done. Guitar and lead vocals is our good buddy Rivers. Debates on why his name Rivers exists. His mom says it was because he was born between the East and the Hudson River, but his dad said he was named after some soccer player. Um, yeah, like a group of soccer guess, players or something. Know. Like, how does that make that's, sense? That's, what that, that debate is just is weird. that like a, a a flock of geese is called whatever? Like, is a group of soccer players called a river? Like a <laughs> I river? No, it was it was confusing. The <laughs> that's notes, awesome. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I couldn't find. I like the two rivers. Thing, yeah, I, I do too. I think his mom wins on that one. Speaking yeah. of his dad, though, his dad played drums with Wayne Shorter, jazz, really? jazz legend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still got to side with the mom on that. 
Y'all named after anyone, real quick? Uh, I'm actually named after my mom. <laughs> Your yeah. mom's name was Joey? Joey's a girl. Joey's a girl. No. Wow. Oh, no. Sorry. Not why I came on here. <laughs> anyway. No, uh, Vicky Joe. Oh, okay. I guess when they were dating, my dad called her Joey. Or Dude, that's so awesome. Okay. My grandfather's name was Billy Joe, and he mm-hmm. wanted to be Billy Joseph. But th- he's like, my name's Billy Joseph. And they're like, no, you're Billy Joe. So thus I'm Joseph. Wow. Because my grandfather was not oh, Joseph. Oh, nice. So I guess I'm <laughs> named after somebody was not. Yes, right. Those that really thought my name, first name was Jelton. It's sadly not. It's Joseph. Sorry. Actually, we, I had a longtime listener of the show ask me last week if your dad's name, because I, I said in an episode something about Jelton Peavis Sr. Uh-huh. And they were like, wait, is he? Is it really Jelton Peavis? It is his dad. <laughs> yeah, it's is awesome. it really? No. It's so good. Um, Rivers had surgery on his left leg as it was 44 millimeters shorter than the other. 44, I don't have a grip on how big that it's is. It's enough to have to have surgery. Like I mean, a, I get it's it. like some inches. Uh, yeah, 40. I mean, yeah, I don't know. In, I don't know why I use yeah, millimeters. Metrics? <laughs> I went metrics. I guess, I was, yeah, I probably should have gone. Were you uh, on Canadian Google? On that's right. <laughs> uh, cool thing he does that I really like about him is he writes his vocal lines on piano. Um, which I think is neat because he feels like his vocals is it's when he writes vocal lines just singing them he feels like he's too lazy. Mm. But if he plays them on piano, um, it's a little more intentional. It's a little way. more That's intentional. Cool. But the cool the I'm gonna take that a step further is he writes his guitar solos with his voice. Ah. So like he sings his guitar solos because he feels like every time he plays a guitar solo he plays the same thing. Those of y'all that have that play guitar mm. muscle memory yeah. somebody says play a solo. You know, you ha- sometimes you have to get creative to not do something that it's in your comfort zone. Yeah. So for his guitar solos, he'll sing them, and then he'll go back and play smart. what he sings, wow, which smart. I think is neat. Really Huge cool. soccer fan, yeah. uh, not because of his dad, I guess, but <laughs> um, even wrote songs for the U.S. men's national team. Really? So, there you go. Was it like, yay, yay, kick the ball? <laughs> that was it, exactly. Was it? Nailed the one? Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I thought I remembered seeing that like on the mm-hmm. Olympics and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. what they play before every soccer game, yeah. I believe. <laughs> now. National yeah, anthem now. and yeah. then yay, yay, kick the ball. Anybody want to throw anything else on Rivers? If not, I'm going to go. Joey, you got anything? No. Not All right, here we go. Patrick. I want, wait, the oh. one thing I learned about Rivers Cuomo in, in researching is that he seems to be really, really hard on himself. Like mm-hmm. he wants everything to be perfect okay. and his, and his, um, it, it, it just has to be, he wants everything to be just so before it gets released to the public. And he's very, very, it just seems like kind of, he feels like, uh, almost nothing is ever good enough f- from him. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and so uh, that just seems, that seems like a hard way to live. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where people who are like that, they put out some great art, you know what I mean? But I kind of worry about them personally. Yeah. Like, right. That's how long can you keep that up? You know, whereas I'm just like, ah, it's fine. And, and then I feel fine every day. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, I did some of my best and I tried, I tried, I tried so, so moderately <laughs> and I'm happy about that. But I'm not going to miss something else. Yeah, no. I'm uh-huh. not going to give up no, this. No, 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 End no. of the day, family meeting. Look, I, I tried. Guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Yeah. I tried. It's fine. I think we yeah. hit about a seven. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, good, that's right, guys? Solid, right? Dude, we're just above <laughs> mediocre. That's kind of where we thrive yeah. for. That's I, our comfort zone. I'm like, you know, we talked about like Slash is like the best guitarist 
in your hometown. In your hometown. Right? Yeah. That's that's what I shoot for. It's I don't need to be I don't need to be Van Gogh. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just I just want to be like, man, that you did a painting. <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> We're not going to crack the top 10 with this podcast, guys, but no. darn it, every now and then we get in the That's right. top 100 yes. or 40, and we're like, man, yeah. that happened. You know, in the office, when when Dwight is is uh, on the party planning committee, and he just hangs up the thing, <laughs> a, a printer paper, and it says, it is your, birthday, is your birthday period, yeah. that's me as a person. <laughs> I am that. You made that effort. Yeah. The you slash, made the sign. The slash of podcasts, yeah. if you will. Exactly. Okay. Yes. The slash of podcasts. Uh, on drums, Patrick Wilson. First musical purchase was a 1976 album, This One's For You, by <sighs> Barry Manilow. Uh, no way. Man, you just Patrick waiting. Wilson. You're waiting. I really forgot that I did that in the what research when we were talking about I did. Knew. That was an accidental tie-in. So, wow. Me and Patrick Wilson. That may not even be Soulmates. true. Did you just now write that? I did. I hand wrote that <laughs> okay. down in pencil. Um, his, Patrick's listening like, what? He's like, I don't even know who Barry Mental is. <laughs> right. That's false. Barry Mental, no. Oh. Uh, His first concert was Van Halen, thus he picked up drumming. Outstanding. Good job, Alex. Outstanding. <laughs> that is outstanding. From indeed. the Van Halens. From the Van Halens. Then he started teaching drums in high school, moved to L.A. and joined a band called Bush. Not Gavin Rosdale's band. Okay. Sorry, oh, okay. but a band called Bush. And there he met Matt Sharp, who we'll talk about later. Um Patrick also plays guitar and now fronts his own band called The Special Goodness. Really? If you get a chance, check it out. I always like it when a drummer turns... No, I don't. I hate Dave Grohl. Sorry. But uh, <laughs> I like it when drummers can play other instruments. I don't say always, because always it, would mean every time, and right. I don't like Rivers play in that... Like, I think a lot of them play in that band. We shall talk well. more about that as we go along. I the think. Special Goodness. Go ahead. Talk about it, who else plays in that band? No, I didn't write it down. I just said, I think. Oh, There we go. I may be wrong. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Patrick Wilson loves Barry Manilow. On guitar, <laughs> credited, but just did backup vocals, uh, Brian Bell. Um, he plays guitar um, with them, but basically just did backup vocals on this because Rivers played all the guitar all parts. The, yeah. And we'll talk about that more here in a minute. But uh, Brian Bell, his dad was a professor at the University of Tennessee, so he grew up in Knoxville. What not up? far from us? Whoop, whoop. Saw Elvis Presley perform in Knoxville at a young age, and that's got him into music. Um, he actually graduated from Bearden High School in '87. Really, not far from from us. Uh, now fronts his own band, The Relationships. Only plays Gibson guitars, mainly a 2001 Gibson Explorer through a matchless Independence amp. Um, he also had a hand-signed uh, limited edition series of Lion guitars by Washburn in 2006. Kind of a Strat-style looking guitar, but now exclusively Gibson. So, Brian Bell, the credited guitar player, but uh, actually Rivers did all the, the guitar parts, and we'll talk about... I can go ahead and talk about... Because he wanted him to be perfect. That's right. He knew what he wanted, Yeah, he heard and it. He, yeah. he was determined to have him that way. The... Uh, Original guitarist was a guy named Jason Cropper who started with Weezer, but he dropped out prior to the release of the Blue album. So Rivers went back in and overdubbed uh, his guitar parts. I actually and Bell overdubbed his backing vocals. I actually read that he was fired. That Rivers fired him. Ah, well, just, that Rivers. Yeah, his the the quote was. I fired him, and I'm because uh, Rick Ocasek from the Cars produced the album, mm -hmm. and he was I was reading an interview with him, and he said Rivers comes in one day, and he's like, "We're done with the album, everything's done," and he's like, "I just fired the guitar player, and I'm going to go in and replay all his parts." And he's like, "You can't do that," and he's like, "But he sure did in one take, went in and re-recorded wow. every single oh, part wow. in one take." That's awesome. Yeah, good job. That's awesome. Um, on bass, Matt Sharp, born in Bangkok, Thailand. First musical purchase. Since we're talking about that, I was like, let's just look up what everybody else got. Uh, a 45 album of La Freak by Chick. Nice. Which, if you're a bass player, 
Darn it, that's a good one. And there it is. That's nice. I moved to Leapers Fork, Tennessee, which is about an hour from Nashville. I've not heard of that one. That's all right. Look it up on the on your on your atlas or look it up atlas. on your Google uh, your What's Canadian Google. What's the one you everybody used to carry in their car? Not a map, globe. but the not <laughs> yes. in the glove box. Pull out your glove out yeah. of your glove box. Yeah. Yeah. So you got those inflatable ones. <laughs> blow, blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. We're late. That's right. Like Where's Pensacola? <laughs> <laughs> it's about three inches that way. <laughs> um, pretty nasty lawsuit against his bandmates over royalties. Um, said he was owed 25% of the royalties on Undone Sweater Song, and he helped the band secure his first their first record deal. Um and Brian or Jason, Matt Sharp. Oh, neither of the, the guys bass, I said. The bass player. Okay, yes. <laughs> we've moved on to him. Um, so yeah, not uh, on the best terms there for them for a bit over the royalties and such. And uh, now he is currently he's no longer their no, bass player. Is no, that right? No, he is no longer their bass player. So I imagine it had something to do with that, if not an immediate effect of that, a long term effect of that. Uh yeah yeah know. he did a couple of projects with them but he has they're on their third now yeah seems right you know bass players you know how they are I do believe one actually passed away oh the second mm-hmm. one right um, uh, Mikey I you would know you're the Weezer fan oh we I, we're Weezer fans too <laughs> sorry oh, man, you're wow the, you're the diehard Weezer fan I like Barry Manilow just kidding this is great <laughs> um, facts about the band. Formed uh, in 1992 as a closing band for Keanu Reeves' band, Dogstar. For Dogs? That was their first gig. Yeah, really? They, yeah, yeah. They were a closing band. So yeah. they were like the headliner, like closing band. Yeah, they're like post. Yeah, they're like, we're going to play the headliner early. Yeah. And then we're going to bring out another band, which typically you put your opener. But so were- you're like, you're the club. Right, and you've got your like maybe eight p.m. Your opener goes on nine thirty. Dog Star comes on, yeah, and does, then, an, does an hour and a half, and then they're like, "All right, everybody." This is for those of y'all that are drunk and just want to stick around. Yeah, exactly, this yeah. is so a band. We're gonna, happening. Yeah, we're going to pass out you. some bread, and you, and <laughs> yeah. then this other band is going to play. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard about why they're called Weezer? I've heard different uh, accounts oh, I, that he was a toddler. Yeah, I've everyone. heard that he was nicknamed like that. Is had called. asthma? Yeah. Yeah. Really, it's like yeah, a nickname okay. for him. Yeah, so, kids made fun of him and stuff. So, mm, anyway. rough. Yeah, that's good. Weezer. Dang. Yeah. All right. Well, um, they didn't release a single on this first album. What? Yep. Uh, they didn't release a single, but the first one that was on the radio was under. They put them all out together. They didn't do like a lead single. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I see yeah. what you're saying. So they put out the three the three songs that were hits. The three songs that hits all came out together when the album dropped. Okay. Which is kind of neat. Most of the time mm-hmm. you have a single that leads up to the drop of an album. Yeah. Um, the order that, I mean, they did them all on the same day, but the first one, Sweater Song, you know, was the first one, and the second one was this one, and third was Say It Ain't So. But that's kind of how they went in order of popularity. And then I would think now this one is probably their biggest off of here, wouldn't Yeah, I, I think by far. Yeah, and it was released on what a, what would have been Buddy Holly's fifty eighth birthday. Oh, how about that? Well, I did not know that. Buddy Holly facts. We Buddy, would, yeah, let's do some let's Buddy do Holly. Some Buddy Holly facts. Let's do it. Anybody he's not part that? of the band. We're now outside the band, but he's actually the namesake of the song. So, so uh, it's important. He only had one number one hit. Did y'all look that up? That'll be the day. Uh, that'll okay. be. I don't know if it was day. "That'll Be the Day" or "Peggy Sue." Yeah, okay. Peggy Sue was a hit, but it wasn't a number one. Okay. So um, he opened uh, for Elvis when yeah. he was first starting. And the widowed bride in American Pie references his wife. Oh, yeah. So, uh, right. That whole song, is it? The whole about the day. Mm-hmm. The yeah, crash, it's about the yeah, so Big Bopper and all Buddy that. Buddy Holly, uh, uh, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper all died in a plane crash. 
Um, we won't and, get too much into it because we may do American Pie someday. Sure, but that's but, the highlight. But the Don McLean song "American Pie" references the day the music died, and it's and it's all about that you know event. Um, Y'all got any Buddy Holly facts anymore? Uh, just looking up his stuff, like how much he did. Like he was traveling internationally, had mm-hmm. like three different bands, all these big hits. Was with Elvis, uh-huh. and he died at twenty two. Yeah, yeah, in a short period of time. That's awesome. Like what? I mean, and, awesome that he died at twenty two, but wow. as much as he did before twenty two. Yeah, yeah he got a lot in. Yeah, uh, the uh, Waylon Jennings was his bass player. That's something yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that either. That's crazy. Uh, I was looking at at some of that and and interested in the amount of uh, sort of intermingling of early country and mm-hmm. rock yep. right like early um early rock sort of came out of country or some of it mm-hmm. kind of became what we would call now like your outlaw country like your Waylon Jennings and stuff like that right. came from came from this mid, like mid 50s and now rock and country is classic rock yeah i mean it's like really pretty much it's come on it yeah, is truly it's the country yeah. that comes out now um uh, the other thing I saw that was interesting about Buddy Holly was that he was – he is sometimes credited, depending on who you ask, with pioneering sort of the standard rock formation – not rock formation, but the standard <laughs> – standard Don't Rushmore. go chasing rocks. Yeah. <laughs> the standard rock band formation of drums, bass, and two electric guitars. Like he was sort of the – Wow. At, at that, least among the first to make that his steady – You know, his That's pretty cool. Thing. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome, right? Um. Mary Tyler Moore facts? Yeah, I got nothing. Joey? Uh, I do. Uh, she After she heard the song, she sent all the band members personally signed photos. Did there she? you go. Yeah. How sweet. Quite the looker, that Mary Tyler oh, Moore. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, her show won 29 Emmys. Wow. Which held a record until Frasier won 30. Frasier? I would not have guessed that it would have been Frasier. So I know that was a random one when I was Is he still up. the leader? I don't know. I know he knocked 30 over Let's 29. Let's ask him. Let's right. text him. Let's bring him in. Ladies Boy, and gentlemen, that'd be a great voice to have on. Oh yeah. man, that'd be recognizable. You do a good uh, no Kelsey grammar. <laughs> JP, no. Of all of us in the room, I feel like JP's probably the least likely yeah, to have I mean, a Kelsey grammar on. voice. Let's, let's be real. If you were like, can you do a good Mary Tyler Moore? Maybe <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh man. Um, a little bit more about the song. Um, According to Rolling Stone, Rivers Cuomo was inspired to, to write the song after his friends were making fun of his Asian girlfriend, Whoa. which makes the line makes the sort of makes the song make sense in, yeah. in as a whole, but especially the lines "Your tongue is twisted, your eyes are slit." Yeah, that oh, is, makes yeah. much more sense. Did you see now. that some uh, some people are saying their radio stations growing up would edit out the word slit? Really? Well, I kind of I kind of thought, oh, I wonder I don't if that's... I think they misheard it or thought it was something else. But... I, I've wondered if it was something else because it's... So all of his vocals on this song, production notes here, all of his vocals on the song are doubled. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a... It's a way to get a stronger sounding vocal from a from a vocal that is might not be either as strong or as in tune as you want it to be. You can double it and it... Your brain just kind of takes it in as one thing, you know, for the most part. Um, so all his vocals are doubled through the whole song, and that in particular, the 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 two passes kind of rub against each other in a way that makes you go, "Did he say Somebody. what exactly was that word?" Right. So I can see that. I can, yeah, I, because I often wondered that. What does he say? Till I had to look at the lyrics. The doubled vocals is much needed because the guitars are so heavy. Yeah, like to get over to break through the mix on yep. that too. Absolutely. Um, originally. The um, the chorus of the song used instead of Buddy Holly oh, yeah, and Mary that. Tyler Moore used Ginger Rogers and, and Fred, Fred Astaire. Astaire. It was ooh you 
you look just like Ginger Rogers. Oh, oh, and I move just like Fred Astaire. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, have you guys heard the original demo? Yes. It's sadly. It's <laughs> have you heard it, JP? I don't know. It's rough. It's, check it out. I don't remember this is, it. So it, it was Play included it. on an album called uh, Alone, the home recordings of Rivers Cuomo. And uh, it's basically his early early yeah. demos where maybe, it was just all him. Maybe it's because I'm so used to the original. When you listen to it, it's like. It feels yeah. like you're trying to drag a car yeah, behind it feels you. Wrong. Listen to how slow this is. Now, most of the song is totally intact. Some of these demos are like, you know, it's 13 seconds of some weird sounds that became a song later that we all know. Right. But this is pretty much a fully formed demo of Buddy Holly, just like 20 beats a minute slower. Check this out. What's with these homies kissing my girl? Why do they It feels like somebody just slowed down the record yeah. a lot. <laughs> like the cat's on the record player again. <laughs> uh, come on. You oh can my do it. goodness. That's awful. Yeah. Like a guy back in the <laughs> <laughs> Listen good, to me. Listen to me. The, the band director from... Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. He would not have been happy no, with that. Right. But that was a good production decision to speed that Absolutely. one up. Absolutely. You know I mean? And actually, once I heard... Once I heard this song in the context of that Rick Ocasek from the Cars produced it, I went, "Oh, that is perfect! Like he's a perfect choice for for this song. Like it just it, that makes sense. You know what I mean? This is a perfect pop song. It just is. It's short, sweet, to the point. It's got great chord structure. It's simple enough that it's playable, and it's got a singable melody, but that's really interesting. You know, it's just got it's got good stuff. And the the opening two lines to me." Our Weezer encapsulated. What's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they got a front? Sung by a dork, right? Like right. doing rock and roll, uh-huh. sung out loud. It's just that to me is Weezer all the way, 100%. These homies. These, what's, what's with these what's, homies? I know, right? They keep dissing my girl, you know? But uh, yeah, that to me, I go, yeah. Uh, apparently Rivers wasn't in, uh, sure about including this song on the album. Um, he he had to have some some encouragement, persuasion. Yeah, persuasion from Rick Ocasek. Um Another one of those stories of like, yeah, somebody didn't want to put a song on, and it's almost didn't make it. Yeah, and it's yeah, but it and it ends up being their signature song. Uh, they said uh, that Rick would leave little pieces of paper around the studio, like they would come in in the morning, and there would be little pieces of paper everywhere that said, "We want Buddy Holly," <laughs> and like you know stuff like that, because he he was really strongly felt strongly about it. And so eventually Rivers gave in. And- I know you did some homework on his guitar tone. Normally I do the gear section, but I'd like to Rob to touch on this. Some yeah, of this. I was just listening um, with headphones and the guitar that's on the right side, if you're listening with headphones, uh, really just killed me. I loved it so much that I was like, I need to know what he what this gear was. So um, I looked it up and according to the UK music website, Dawson's, uh, Rivers played a 1960 Fender Jaguar and two Gibson Les Paul Juniors with P90 pickups through a late 70s Mesa Boogie Mark I amp, like vintage it's Mesa old. Boogie, yeah, and, uh, and a Marshall cabinet. And, um, and so the, the, the guitar on the right side is just perfect to me. It's like perfect tone for this, and it's really heavy for such a pop song. Like you said, mm-hmm. he, you know, to be able to get the vocals over it was probably a challenge because it's really an even— It's dirty, like it is, yeah, dirt. really dirty in that sort of. This is sort of the birth of the like shoegazer rock, mm-hmm. you know, kind of sound, and um, and it's that sort of 
it's not it's not Green Day. You know what I'm saying? It's like um, it's it's lighter, but it's still very I don't know. Anyway, it's still very heavy. Um, but I, I think it was probably one of the Les Paul Juniors with the P90s to get that particular tone that I'm talking about. Um, and of course, in the video, he's playing a Strat, and mm-hmm. I think now most of the time you see him playing a Strat. Right. But in this case, it was a Jaguar and a couple of Les Paul Juniors. I think they did that for the look of the video. Yeah, because like, that was very the that was 50s. The, mm-hmm. the Buddy Holly look. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, with the glasses and everything. Um, by the way, I have always thought that Rivers Cuomo looks like. Uh, a young and now Rivers Cuomo now looks like a what would have been like mid nineties John Fogarty. Anybody ever thought about that? Go look. Um, go Google John Fogarty young. Okay, and then Google Rivers Cuomo and and tell me what you think. Right. I I think you'll that. find that right. I am right. And those of you that want to know who John Fogarty is, go on back and listen to our center field episode. <laughs> that's, that's right. We talk oh, about yeah. baseball. Put and, me in cold. That's Put right. Me cold. Put me in cold. Yeah, we were wrong on yeah, that. We watched, okay. Watch that one. You know, I, Read uh, the liner notes. I brought that up to a friend after I just listened to that. I was like, hey, these guys just talked about it. He's like, they're right. It is cold. I knew it. I knew like, it. Oh, oh Finally, right. the truth is out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing what you can find by just looking at the actual liner notes. Which you cannot do on this Weezer album, because yeah. they uh, have zero liner notes. I just opened it up, and it's a picture. Just hmm. a picture. Just a picture. I set up of some amplifiers and some instruments. There you though. go. That's true. Look, is that, a, uh, is that a 1960 Fender Jaguar? It's actually not. It's not. It's a Strat. <laughs> it's a Strat with humbuckers. There you go. All right. All right. Well, well, that so, is a Marshall uh, head. Never mind. Okay. Forget <laughs> right, that, well, then. Never mind. There we go. Forget everything we said. We're just kidding. Let's start this thing over. Uh, We're just, yeah. Did you guys see that VH1 ranked it as one of the 100 greatest songs of the 90s at yeah. number 59? Yes. And I, w- I would agree. I'd Great. So. I mean, I think this song could have lived in any era, really. You know what I mean? This song could come right. out right now and be a hit. Well, it couldn't have lived, lived pre-Buddy <laughs> Holly <laughs> if you put yeah. it out in the 30s. <laughs> but if you had replaced, maybe if you had used Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, then... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah. but I think melodically and <laughs> and you know maybe not stylistically with the heavy guitars, but if you had, I look you... like Thomas Jefferson. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, the Dark Ages. Oh, the, right. yeah. <laughs> ooh, 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 I oh, look just like funny. someone with the plague. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was going for something. I didn't have it. You guys want to guess what they ranked as number one for their hundred greatest songs in the nineties? Greatest songs in the nineties. Oh yes, I do want to guess. I definitely want to guess. I got the whole. Top ten, but we're going to say I got the whole hundred. I got the whole hundred. Okay, number one (laughs) hundred. No. Okay. Can I give me two guesses? Okay, for number one, for the number one song of the nineties, because it depends on if it's ranked on. Is this like VH1? Let me let me tell you when this rank happened. Okay. Yes. Two thousand seven. Okay. And this is VH1. VH1. My guess, my official first guess, is my heart will go on. Okay. Nope. That's not in the top 10. Okay. Oh. Okay. Kind of makes me it's, happy. That's good. It's, yeah. it's VH1. Um, I'm going to go, man, don't blow this, Mosier. <laughs> I'm going to go, it's my life, Bon Jovi. Wow. What? Is that? I'm just was kidding. That I think it was, early, it was early 2000s. I was going to say. Uh, it was 99. I think it just made the cut. No, early 2000s. Right. I don't know. It needs to be cut all together. Okay. All right, give us that give top us the, 10. Uh, the number right. one, or you want to go from go 10? Go from 10 to 1, okay. yeah, because I still want to think. Number 10, Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Okay. Wow. Wow, okay. Number nine, R.E.M., Losing, Losing My, My Religion. Losing My Religion, that's good. Okay. Number eight, your guy's favorite song, TLC, Waterfalls. Okay. Wow, this is a different list than I envisioned. Yeah. Number seven. Oh, oh, wait, 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 
wait, wait, wait. Is it Hit Me Baby One More Time? That's Br- number seven. Britney yeah, Spears. You nailed it. Oh, wow. Wow, that was, How did you do that? I have no idea. I didn't mean wow. to guess seven. I was trying to guess one. But oh. I didn't guess seven. But you guessed the next that one. That was amazing. Look at you. I have a, I have a gift for guessing number <laughs> seven in a list. <laughs> like, I, I missed the year I on Bon Jovi, <laughs> but I got freaking. All right, number six is Sir Mix-A-Lot. Baby oh, Got Back. Which that's, you guys are doing that one next week? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. No. Uh, number five, <laughs> Madonna's Vogue. Re- okay, I don't understand this list at all. No. Keep going. Four is Whitney Houston. Macarena's going to make it you. somewhere. I always love you. Okay. Number three, Backstreet Boys. I want uh, it that way. Uh, invalid. Yeah, this list. This is list is invalid. <laughs> right. That was the hanging chat of this list. <laughs> Number two is U two one. Okay. That's the most confusing yes. Num- yes. one to put number, at number two. Yes. Number two, number two is, is U2-1. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And number one is Nirvana Smells Like Teen Okay. okay. I almost guessed that, yeah. but then I thought a VH1 list might not necessarily yeah. take that into. Okay. I can't believe wow. I guessed number seven. Oh, number seven. <laughs> Crushed it. It was the Roger. weirdest thing ever. Crushed it. Wow. Guys. Guys. All right. We got any other notes on this? Uh, Good album. This song? Uh, uh, I mean... What's your favorite? Uh, you said this is your favorite. Weaver, this is the album you've listened to the most in your lifetime. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. I like the blue best. Then probably green. I like Hash Pipe and Islands in the Sun. Where do we stand on the Teal album? I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, That's, yeah? Go ahead. No, please. You go ahead. I, I really like it. Okay. I really like it. And my kids like it. And it turns sure. my kids on to these, uh, these 80s songs and stuff that I love. Sure. And so now they listen to the Weezer versions and the original versions. And I think the, um, the version of... Um, What's it called? Um, uh, Imagine me and you. What's the name? Yeah, of the song? Happy together. Happy together. Yeah. yeah, I think it was incredible. I, I love, love that it song, so much. By the way, it goes into like halftime on the chorus, and and it's and it gets heavy, and I'm right. I love it. That the turtles originally turtles. Yes, yes, good job. Yeah. Uh, to me, I, as a Weezer fan, you freaking I, hate it, don't you? No, I don't hate <laughs> it. That's a strong word. Uh, I feel like it's too on the nose for covers. I yeah. feel like it's borderline. Weezer's almost like a wedding band. Yeah. Now, because it's, you, I th- we've all played yeah. in plenty of wedding bands. Yeah. You guys have, right? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I right. have as well. Uh, it was just, I feel like it was too on the nose for a lot of the songs, and they didn't get Weezer-y enough. They really it. didn't make yeah. it their own. It was really just sort of a, right. here's an updated here's version the, of most of these songs. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree. It just didn't bother me. I liked it. The, uh, JP loves it because JP loves songs that are the same. Yeah. He likes, like, <laughs> like, oh, his... that was good. That sounded just like the original. <laughs> yeah. you, did a, you were true to the original. Good job. And you added one little thing. Yeah. It's JP's mark for a good cover is if, if oh, it's man. the same. That was on. That was good. <laughs> if you're John Denver, yes. John Denver is the same. The same. Of everything. Did you see the, um, the was it Africa? A video, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's Weird Al yeah. dressed yeah. as they're dressed in Buddy Holly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's like a cover of a cover of it's a very cover. meta. Yeah, it's like a Infinity Snake eating its own tail <laughs> covers. <laughs> yes. Somehow, yeah. it's Chicken or the Egg. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love it's, it. I love it. And it, yeah, he did it with them. It started with he did it sort of sat in with them live and did it once, and then they were like, well, "We're going to put this down on an album. Let's just get him in the video." You know, whatever. I'm all for. We're gonna we're gonna do a collab with Weird Al one day. We're gonna get Weird Al. It's gonna happen. Hey, yeah. be, before we get too far away from this album, it sounded like wedding bands, and you guys playing wedding bands. Yeah. Since I'm on here, and you guys don't have a lot of guests. What gear do you guys normally oh, play? What wow. gear? Yeah. Do we play? All right. Oh, what wow. instrument? I've been mean, waiting for this. Uh, so in our wedding band, oh, JP's our wedding usually band, on bass. I, I play bass. Okay. 
I play the oldest PV bass ever made oh, with nylon tape wound black strings. <laughs> Which Rob's like, why don't you get some real strings? But I love them because I only have to change them like once a year. <laughs> Is it the real heavy, the T40 or oh, whatever? Oh, man. Goodness gracious. Like, no, no, no. His, no, your, no, 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 no. My like bass a, is it's lighter. It's, it's more like a P-bass style. It looks like a P-bass oh, okay. um, and, and sounds like a P-bass. No, yeah. It sounds like a, a crap bass. No, it's okay. Um, I play that um, through whatever amp I can get at the time. I've been using Rob's... Uh, yeah, I've got a little heart, heart key, key kickback, which kind I really of thing. like. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very just bass into amp. Real basic. It's real just basic for yeah. that. Yes. What if you're doing guitar? What if, if you're doing I'm, lead? Well, I actually get, got a guitar from Rob. I bought Rob's Wolfgang, which I love. It's also a, a PV. Uh, Man. Also a PV. Listen, I'm basically Mylon Lefevre and Broken Heart. That's what the P stands for in your name is that's PV. Yeah. Jelton PV. Jelton PV. Yeah. Okay. Jelton yeah. PV. Wow, that's crazy. And I used Listen, to make fun of PV gear as a kid, yeah. like the Ray. Age, I thought was the worst right. little tiny amp, but then they had a 5150, and yeah. that changed the world. That's true. So, PV, if you're out there listening and you want a, goodness you want gracious. a good a good place to put your money, we have dozens of listeners awaiting your, <laughs> your, uh, your endorsement. That's awesome. What yeah. about you, Rob? Uh, let's see. I have a I have a Kehi Custom Telecaster um, that I play. That's probably my main guitar. Um, that it's, it's sweet. It's got, it's got double humbuckers, but then it's got a coil tap that you can pull out and make them single coil. And it's got a four way switch instead of the usual three way switch for a Telecaster that puts all the pickups in, like it stacks them on top of each other instead of running them in parallel wow. it runs them in series. Is that right? I don't know. Electricity. Um, <laughs> Series of pair. I can't anyway. Um, he also just got a Robert Cray strat, and that's that my other is, one. oh it's man, a, it's an Inca it's, Silver it's Robert Cray signature strat, and nice. man, and it's modded as well. It didn't come this way, but when I I got it from someone else, and they had had it modded with a um, basically the same thing that it that it stacks all the pickups on top of each other, and when you crank that thing in, oh man, it sounds phenomenal. I it's, play I play a strat a lot too, and um, but this is it's good looking. It's yeah, good, it's, it's a good look. It's gorgeous. It's nice. Plays like a dream. Like it just feels right. Are you amp particular as well? Actually, no. I haven't used a real amp since. Um, other than you did okay, get so one in high in high school. I played a PV fifty one fifty, and then when they when the line six came out with a pod. I've used pods ever since and just wow. gone direct into whatever the system is. There's a lot of people so, that hate pods. It's yeah. like a real rift. Of yeah. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Yeah. You have your like pedal purists that do everything with pedals, right. which I've got a pedal board set up for that. I eventually want to get a Helix, but yeah. I don't want to invest in the Helix right now. Yeah. For uh, another sponsor, <laughs> right. we will gladly <laughs> yes. welcome all Helix. Yeah. Uh, pro- so, um, yeah, I went from the pod 2.0. I 2. love the delay and, and line six stuff, though. I think it sounds great. I went from the pod 2.0 to the pod HD 500, which is what I have now. And, um, and I, I love it because it's simple. I know how to get in there and edit the stuff I want to edit, but also I'm not super particular as we've discussed about like, I don't, I'm not a gear. Uh, I'm not a tone hound to the whatever degree, right? right. I'm not the edge, right? I'm, I'm trying my best and I'm going to be happy <laughs> with the result. And so I can feel I can do that. Pretty I spend well. a little more time on tone. Um, but actually it's funny. We're talking about gear. Cause I don't know if we've ever, we've probably told it the time I met Rob the first time I saw Rob playing on stage, that Wolfgang, which is now mine through that 5150. Yeah. And I was like, I've got to meet that guy. That is so cool. True. And oh, then we cool. became buddies. Yeah. Yay college. Of, yay gear. Yay college. Yeah. Yay podcast. How about you, Joey? What's your, what's your base of choice? I know you're a bass guy. Yeah. I do a, just a Fender P bass. Yep. 
That's, uh, okay. that's pretty much it. That was short. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were expecting from us when you asked that question? No, like, no. I knew you guys would be a lot more because bass players typically, it's like, when yeah. I show up, hopefully there's already a bass amp there. <laughs> right. I don't have to lug this thing. I used to have the giant. Goodness, that thing custom, like K. Yeah. That thing was so tall oh, and wow. so Big, heavy. With the padding all around yeah. it. It was, oh, it was horrible. He had it yeah. set up in his living room when you yeah, were in. permanently. Yeah. It's part of the foundation. <laughs> Eventually, just it was house That's settled. a load-bearing amp. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't move it. <laughs> I actually have a bass amp that is plugged into the wall at my house that I can't unplug because it's broken in the uh, in the outlet. So I would have to. Nice. Yeah, I, you know, I will tell you, I did get the the Fender P bass white uh, on white with a white pickguard because yeah. I'm a huge Beach Boys fan. Okay, and that's what Brian Wilson would play was oh. the P bass with the white pickguard or the white bass. That's, our that's th- outstanding. It's our third episode uh, with Joey. That's right. The we'll, next Joey episode is going to be, bring me. A, we'll be a Beach Boys Pet episode. Sounds album listen through. Yeah. Oh. Now, now that would be awesome. Okay, yeah, I'll think on that. Okay. Guys, this has been fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Uh, listen, thanks again to Joey Abbott. Joey, you got any projects you want to you uh, plug? Oh, covers. He's got some covers. You got some covers? Some I, covers do. I do. Sorry. Sorry to keep it going. Don't uh, That's <laughs> Sorry to keep the fun going, you guys. Sorry, there's, uh, of course, there's a vitamin string quartet, which is just, they cover, I think, almost everything. Are you familiar with them? Uh, yeah, slightly. They just It's just strings. Yeah. It's a quartet. Thus, string quartet. The string quartet, yeah. That's Four? That's right. I didn't do the math on it, but I believe it's somewhere <laughs> around the neighborhood of that. There's a uh, Bare Naked Ladies cover of this really? song. Really? Shall we listen? You can if you want. Oh. It's like that. It's like that. Okay. Okay, pick one that we get to listen to. Okay. There is, I think the best one is by, I'm, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Bidye Balde. Uh, it sounds right. <laughs> it sounds right, right? It There's sounds fancy. silent Q in there? Uh, it's in some other language, but their bridge is awesome slash hilarious. Okay. And I think we should listen should to Should we just skip ahead to the bridge? You can maybe start it. Maybe spell that name for me. Okay. <laughs> it is. You don't have that like immediately <laughs> as your favorite? You have it already downloaded. It's uh, B-I-D-E-O-U. Okay. Mr. Baldy, big supporter of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Here's yeah, your thank you. Day. Here's your thank you. Here we go. 34 is the... Okay. It kind of sounds like... I don't know what language that is, but it sounds like Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah. But anyway, the bridge is where they get it. About a minute 30, about a minute 34. Let's find it. I want to hear it. Oh, there we go. Some English. Here we go. You're not even ready. (laughs) Axel Rose? (laughs) Wow. There you go. Otherwise, a pretty faithful cover. I, man, that was a, that was I didn't know what I was expecting. Like, I thought, this is going to be funny. It was anger. But it was, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> right. It's a different kind of energy altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Yeah. yeah that was, oh, man, wow. Okay. Intense. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Thanks for sharing that, Joseph. <laughs> that was good. You're welcome. Outstanding. Thanks for being with us. Uh, listen, if you're out there listening, uh, let us know. Uh, give us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Can you do that on podcasts? I don't think you can. Um, let us know what you want to hear next with, uh, with Joey, what you thought of the episode let us know when you're ready for the uh, the greatness that will be our next joey episode and um man i don't know hit us up on facebook at the facebook 
group. Uh, uh, what's it called? Great songs, great songs and, and the, the great, great people who love them greatly. greatly. That's what a doubled vocal sounds like. That's right. That's very um, nice. Thank you. Uh, you want to go for three? Come on Ready? in, Joey. One, Wait, what's, two. What's it called? We're going to do <laughs> <laughs> Great Song Podcast. Okay. All right. Uh, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Great Song Pod and uh, always on the web at greatsongpodcast.com for uh, all your archive and merchandise needs. And uh, thanks to everybody who hits us up on the show every week and, and gives us their feedback and sends great ideas. We're having some really fun conversations on Facebook. Uh, it's a really fun sort of community we got going on there. So. Thanks to all of you around the world who are listening, and uh, we'll see you next week with another amazing song from the Great Song Podcast. But until then, I'm Rob. Hi, I'm JP. Thanks for having me, guys. (laughs) That's Joey. (laughs) Go listen to some music.